Hello and welcome to Frank Friar Fridays. This is Father Patrick Bykowskis broadcasting from St. Dominic Prior in St. Louis, Missouri. And I want to start out right away with some news about the children in Titeyen. We have been able to evacuate them and they are now in Port-au-Prince. So I wouldn't say they're safe. They're safer, definitely, because there's still a lot of chaos in the city. But they're in a, a pretty good neighborhood where apparently there is not gang activity. It was getting even worse in Titeyen, and there was just nothing we could do. And thanks be to God for this, this the wonderful staff there that took care of those children. And, and now the staff is safe as well. And they're going to be going to school in, in Port-au-Prince as well. So we're very excited about that because they've not been able to get to go to school because the parent, the uh, teachers have been afraid to go up to the to the facility. So thank you all for your prayers, but certainly continue to pray for them. We don't always know, especially so far away, how things are working out, but we have to just trust. And that's what this prayer, and a lot of my reflection is today as well, if we Trust in God. God will lead us where we need to be led. Here's the prayer. When the waves are too high, when the fog hides the sun's rays, God of peace, God of certainty, may I lean into your strength and may I lean into your grace. In moments when the horizon is unknown, may I be reminded that you see me, you know me, and that is enough. That will bring me forth into the sun's light. Amen. Beautiful prayer. Thank you for the contributor who sends those in very regularly. And it really is very appropriate for the reflection today, the reflection on this passage from the Gospel of John that we'll hear this Sunday or that you heard if you're listening to this next week. You know, over 20 years ago when I made my first or simple vows, what we call them, I received a card from uh, Debbie Sauter. She was a woman that came to Mass every day. I was stunned when I found out she old how old she was. She lived to be 101, and when I knew her, she was well into her 80s. And honestly, I thought she was in her 60s. She was just an extraordinary woman and a real inspiration to me. And, and, and she gave me this card, and it said the usual things, and then it ended with John 14, 12. Well, I don't know the Bible by chapter and verse, so I had to look it up. And it was the end of the gospel we hear on Sunday. Amen, amen, I say to you who believes in me will do the works that I do and will do greater ones than these. Yikes! Well, let me tell you, that's kind of intimidating or maybe a bit overwhelming. And yet in the past 20 plus years, I've come to appreciate the wisdom of this passage from Scripture and what Jesus intended us to hear. And maybe I especially think about those things when I think of the experiences I had leading mission trips to New Orleans and Florida and Haiti. For several years, we sent our student missionaries 
to Bolivia. And I accompanied them three times. And our first stop was in Santa Cruz, or more precisely, actually, a little tiny village just outside of Santa Cruz called Cotoca. And we would work in an orphanage that was run and founded by this small religious order of women. The place is called Santa Maria de los Andes. And let me share with you what we encountered. There are just over a hundred children there, and the youngest are babies, tiny little things. They're often left at the door of the orphanage in baskets. It's like right out of a movie. The oldest would be adolescents. There are 10 pavilions. These are freestanding kind of buildings that house the orphans. In each little group, there are approximately 10 children and two or three staff people in each of these pavilions. Not enough for the work that they do, but I gather it is all the orphanage can afford. So they are extraordinarily grateful when they get that rare, very rare, really, because of the remoteness of the, of the orphanage. When they get groups like us that can come and help them, even if it's for a few days, and give them a bit of rest, a respite. Well, what, what one finds in each of these pavilions are unique, of course, because we are all unique, although unique in special ways. On the pavilion where I worked, there's one little girl with hydrocephaly whose head is so big she could not lift it off the gurney. Her whole life was going to be spent on that bed with wheels. A little boy whose hands are warped, or wrapped, I'm sorry, because he otherwise would bite off his fingers. Another boy who wears a football helmet all, all day because he beats his head against the wall. And then there's a little boy, Ricardo. I have a picture of him that I come across every once in a while. And I don't know exactly what is wrong with Ricardo. He cannot walk and he cannot talk, but boy, can he smile. On this one pavilion, you might find 10 children with 15 things going on with them. We bathe them, we feed them, we take them on walks. It may not seem like much, but gosh, it's, it's overwhelming. And we're just there for a few days. So the first year I was there, I asked the sister that runs Santa Maria de los Andes, Sister, like I'm just, we're, we're just here for a few, a few days. How do you do it every day? She laughed. She wasn't a cynical laugh. It was just this kind of laugh born out of her own joy and awareness of what was going on there. And she said to me, of course in Spanish, Father, with the love of God, anything is possible. With the love of God, anything is possible. You know, I think about what that sister said. When I think about other trips our students have taken and the work they've done, I think about what that sister said. When I think about moms who do amazing things every day, maybe things they never thought they could do. 
and dads too, I know, do amazing things, but I don't know, it seems like moms get the, the heavy, heavy load. And I think about what that sister said when I think about our church and others, the things that we are called to do as followers of Jesus Christ and the amazing things that we have done and the amazing things that we are called to do and we can do it. Let me remind us again what we hear in the scripture reading. This is Jesus speaking. The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own. The Father who dwells in me is doing his works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, or else believe because of the work themselves. Amen, amen, I say to you. Whoever believes in me will do the works that I do and will do greater ones than these. Well, think about the great things that you're going to be called to do today and ask for strength from our Lord to help you get it done. God bless you. Have a wonderful week.